This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. I thought Herm Edwards was going to text me last night. See, Freddie, King Cock. That's what I call King Cock. You can't go for Ben You can't go for six. And then, and then you want Peter Billy. King Cock. See, Freddie, I'm trying to tell you, Freddie, you can't. Not with this guy. That's why I call him King Cock. You can't trust him. I watched this guy. Freddie, I watched the game. You, 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 you got to understand something, Freddie. Well done, Shannon Finn. Well done. I can, I can hear Herb right now say, oh it's game God. one. Uh, but I guarantee why should he? Mm-hmm. He's not tired. Uh-huh. He doesn't have miles on him. You should see this guy. It's game one. He should be his best. Man, well done. <laughs> hell on scholarship. It's only the fourth game of the season. What are you talking about? Two game race. Are you kidding me? Wow. And welcome to the best show on your radio. You know it better as Freddie and Harry. You got my man, Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. We're presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80. Don't forget about us on TuneIn and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We got a doubleheader night on ESPN when it comes to NBA basketball night number two, the 7 o'clock game involving the Boston Celtics in Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena to take on the New York Knicks. And then got the Dallas Mavericks against the San Antonio Spurs. Victor Wimbenyamba's debut in the NBA happening tonight right after the Knicks take on the Celtics. And speaking of the New York Knicks, let's bring in somebody who knows the league, knows the Knicks. She is Monica McNutt, ESPN basketball analyst. Hit her on social media at McNutt Monica. Before we talk NBA, Monica, this is just for you. You know the vibes, because Monica, Because Monica McNutt is now the color analyst on radio for the New York Knicks. And by the way, it was her birthday when she got the news. (laughs) Miss McNutt, we are thoroughly over the moon happy for you what was it like when you got that news to be the full-time color analyst for the new york knicks on radio you know freddie i gotta be honest like i knew it was happening we worked it out um a great team here at um, msg networks but i guess for it to drop and the reception um of knicks fans of my loved ones even this morning on get up um greeny is like the voice of the new york knicks radio and i'm like wow i hadn't really thought it about it that way or put it in that perspective so it has been a fantastic start to my 31st lap around the sun, and I'm super excited to get this season underway. And it was your birthday, so I got to do this thing the right way. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Wow, you guys are so Happy talented. Happy birthday. I feel so loved. Okay, Harry, let's find out with the little trill or whatever. You, you hear me over there, Monica? Uh-huh. The yeah. run. Uh-huh. I heard it. I heard it. Now, I got to ask you this. The Knicks host the Celtics tonight to begin the 2023-24 uh, season. What are some realistic expectations for the Knicks this season, in your opinion? Uh, uh, top four. I think this is um, a top four, top five team in the Eastern Conference. Philly's a hot mess, and we all would agree that it's Boston and Milwaukee and everybody else. Um, obviously, hope springs eternal at this point in the season, but I do actually buy that the Knicks maintaining continuity this offseason is going to be their secret weapon and a strength as they move forward. Um, jokingly, at Media Day, one of the rapid-fire questions that we asked the guys was game-winning shot or game-winning block. And the amount of times that we got guys that kind of smirked and intimated, do you know who we play for, when they responded, game-winning stop, Mm. just kind of speaks to them growing as a team in terms of their identity as a unit. So um, I think that this should be a top four, top five team in the Eastern Conference for sure. Monica McNutt, ESPN basketball analyst and also the New York Knicks color analyst for the ESPN Radio in New York, joining Freddie Cohen and Harry Douglas on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. When I say minutes restriction, because that's what the Lakers announced last night that LeBron James is going to be on this season. What are your thoughts on that, Monica? Listen, I know that we are all excited about the season starting and we have to talk about something, 
But, like, can I say almost 40 to you and then we say minutes restriction? Like, I really <laughs> think this thing is being blown out of proportion. Like, it just makes good sense, especially early in the season. I know that the league would probably wrap me on the back of my hand with a heavy ruler, but it's October. Like, talk to me if we're still at 29 minutes in February. Okay, that's a good point. That's, that's, good point. that's, that's a, that's that's a great fair. way to actually look at it, too. Now, I, I'm big on this word, trust. And with LeBron on this minute restrictions, you talk about a guy in AD who's going to have to carry the load most of the time, right? Uh, uh, LeBron is trying to hand that baton to Anthony Davis, and sometimes he becomes Casper the Friendly Ghost. Sometimes a lot of times. <laughs> like, do you trust Anthony Davis being that guy on a consistent basis to carry the load when LeBron James is on this minute uh, restrictions? All right, Harry. I, you know we've been working on this all day, so I'm really trying to unpack it. Mm-hmm. The simple answer is no. I don't trust Anthony Davis, right? But I would also like to fall on the old adage that is true. It's a team sport for a reason, okay? Now, you could counter back to me and say, if you're going to be the guy, you got to be the guy consistently. There's truth in that as well. But I just, I'm struggling with us making this a black and white thing when it comes to AD. Like, we, at this point, we're trying to put a square plug into a round hole or vice versa, whichever way it doesn't quite fit. Is he going to have a big half or good games every other game or so? Yeah, but we're talking about the totality of a season, right? Like, this thing is not singularly on his back. If he is all-star form and locked in, then, yes, you're talking about a different Lakers team. Mm-hmm. But if he is who he has proven to be over the course of, I don't know, what, since they won the bubble championship, then he's got teammates. Like, I just – at some point we got to just deal in reality – and, again, I've said this more than once, like, potential is great until you realize that it is a goal unachieved. And here we are. So, like, take the 17 points you got in the first half and figure the rest out. Like, I just – I'm not willing to give this the energy that our company is trying to yeah. give it all day, every day, five days a week. Well, speaking of that, by the way, Monica McNutt, ESPN basketball analyst, also New York Knicks color analyst, joining Freddie Coleman and Harry Douglas on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. To that point, what does it say about the NBA property, that that kind of reaction – generated that kind of heat, not just on the air today, but on social media, Monica, after that game was over last night? I think it it points more to what people see, again, not P-word, the potential in AD, right? And I get it. Like, And maybe this is an interesting poll question, sort of um, tongue-in-cheek, but I'm also kind of serious. Like, who are you more disappointed with, AD or Zion Williamson? Like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I get that it evoked this visceral reaction and people just have all this promise from what they saw in Kentucky in years past. But, like, also, I am old enough to remember a performance that was solid in a series in which they got swept. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. But, like, solid. And so I just – I am not the type to put my eggs in a basket that I know has a hole in it. Like, I'm just not going to. <laughs> we don't care if it's Easter or not. We ain't taking that basket up. We ain't throwing no more eggs in there. We're going to get rid I'm of that like, basket. Like, okay, like if the basket holds four, I'm going to put four. I'm not putting six. Like, okay, let's move on. Now, also last night we seen the Golden State Warriors lose to the Denver Nuggets. What do you think about the Warriors in their small ball lineup with CP3 starting? We understand Draymond was out, but what did you think – uh, look good, and what did you think that uh, did not look good when it came to the Warriors last night? Um, Warriors fell to the Suns here. I know you've been talking for a long time, but I don't let you go out like that. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, the thing with the Warriors to me is they're they're respectfully 
they're older, they're wiser, they have more experience. Experience is a two-edged sword. It can be a great thing in terms of navigating adversity, but it also means they've got more mileage on their legs. And so I'm literally watching that like, ah, okay, so who are the defenders on this team? You got GP2, right? Lock up, a nuisance on the ball. Andrew Wiggins has the capability, and then Draymond Green has hung his hat on that, right? Draymond has always been undersized at his position, so that's not great. And then if Clay, we're still waiting for Clay to get back to pre-injury form. He may have it in spurts, but he's certainly not the defender he was earlier in his career. Um, so I really was scratching my head on that one. Like, right. yes, they made small ball great and fantastic, but I just don't know if they have the same level of stamina, energy, and almost, I guess, secrecy. Like, kind of took the league by storm that that first, over the course of that first dynasty. Um, so I, I am concerned about their size. And I think they are an incredibly smart basketball team. I don't think we should underestimate the gravitational pull of Steph Curry. I witnessed it when they won that finals in Boston. But size is a real thing, especially when you look at the other, let's say the other top three teams potentially in the West. And you talk about Phoenix, Denver, and I'll toss in just for giggles, maybe the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. Right? Yeah. Yep. So, maybe Oklahoma City because they, they're young and right. long. I mean, even if we want to go, even if we want to go Sacramento, right? This budding rivalry, air quotes around potential budding rivalry, but like, that's going to be a physical matchup. Yeah, that's fair. Thirty seconds left. Speaking of length, when I say Victor Wembanyama about to make his debut for the San Antonio Spurs, Monica, what do you say? Man, I'm so upset that that game's right after our game because I'm going to get to the halftime. I think. (laughs) 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 Um, I just preseason has been crazy, and I'll, I'll admit I was. A little bit skeptical, just because we had not seen it. Yeah. But this kid, like the combination of his his talent, his work ethic, his also his mindset over the course of the interviews that he's done since draft, um, he gets it, and he's got a coach that gets it at a high level. And so I'm excited. I think that's easily going to be your rookie of the year. I think he'll be an all-star. It's going to be fun to watch. We are so excited for you, my friend, because not only because you do a great job as a basketball analyst, not just for the NBA, the WNBA, but making your debut tonight on New York Radio as the Knicks color analyst all season long. She is Monica McNutt. Always a pleasure to have her. Join us here in Freddie and Harry and hit her up anytime you want on social media at McNutt Monica. Yeah, Proud right. of you, my sister, man. Keep it the great work. Can't wait to talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. By the way, Monica McNutt joining Freddie and Harry here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. And at Progressive, they make bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. So bundle and save at Progressive.com. So I guess for this weekend, Brock Prade won't be around for our man, one of our guys behind the scenes, which I may name was Devin Kane to pick on anymore. Here's why. According to Adam Schefter, ESPN NFL insider, he is in concussion protocol, very unlikely to start when they try to break a two-game losing streak, but the Cincinnati Bengals about to play the 49ers. Sam Darnold, Harry Douglas, in line to start Sunday's game with concussion protocol taking Brock Purdy out of this game on Sunday. Yeah, and I don't care how people want to deem this matchup. I think it's big for both teams, right? San Francisco coming off two straight losses. Mm -hmm. The Cincinnati Bengals, when you look at their division, you have every other team with only two losses, and they're trying to play catch-up. So I think it's a monster game across the NFL. I think it's a monster game for both of these teams. And if you're Sam Darnold, you're getting your opportunity. You're saying to yourself, hey, you know what? I want to showcase myself. Go out there. I want to play within the confines of the offense, though. Right. Mm-hmm. But I want to showcase myself and show everyone that I can still be a starting quarterback in the National Football League. And 
you know, granted, have someone probably reach out to the San Francisco 49ers about trading for me. Or after this season, you know, figuring things out that, hey, I need, I need to be somewhere else. I right. want to go try to, you know, show people that I can still do this. So it's a huge game for Sam Darnold as an individual, a huge game for the San Francisco 49ers as a team. And mm-hmm. when you look at Cincinnati as a team, right. they're trying to stay afloat in their division. But sad news, though, about Brock Purdy. Uh, obviously, I guess he may have got the concussion during the game Monday yep. night against the Minnesota Vikings. So Devin, back up off the man a little bit, man. Have a damn concussion. <laughs> Devin's like, why am I catching strays? Because I expressed an opinion, of, <laughs> an opinion on Brock Purdy. I just wanted to mess with Devin. Listen, okay, man, yes. if 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 Sam Darnold balls out, I, that discourse on Monday is all I'm going to say. What discourse? Coming from Devin Kane, the Devin discourse. The discourse. The what Monday, discourse? The, the Explain Monday yourself. Devin discourse. If he balls out, who knows? Maybe you keep him in there. See yeah, what's his going ass on. Gonna be right back on that bench behind yeah. Brock. Purdy. Yeah, but he, he's got a concussion, not a broken finger or yeah, a broken what limb. what you talking about discourse? Yeah, but I will say this about this discourse involving Purdy, Brock Purdy. If you're Sam Darnold, for the first time in his NFL life, he's actually going to start a game where he says, oh, so this is what it looked like to have an even chance to win a ball game because he's never had that. He never had that with the Jets. He never had that with the Carolina Panthers. He's going to get on that football field. He's going to say, man, I got Christian McCaffrey. I got Brandon Ayuk. I got George Kittle. I got that offensive line. I got Kyle Shanahan calling plays. I got an ornery defense after losing two in a row. And the way they got straight by the Minnesota Vikings on Monday, they're going to be a pack of hungry, hungry dogs getting out of Cincinnati. Sam Donald is going to be giddy. He's going to be just like an old nursery rhyme, the Cheshire, the Cheshire Cat, smiling from ear to ear because he can't believe for the first time since USC that he can go into a football game and actually have weapons to give him an equal chance to feel like he has a fighting chance to win a game against a quality opponent like Cincinnati. But you're also getting an offensive system that is tailored towards the skill set of Sam Darnold as well, right? The, the, the Kyle Shanahan system or the Mike Shanahan system, mm-hmm. it allows the quarterback to get out on the edge, showcase their athleticism, right? Right, Make quick reads, throw the ball with some anticipation. So I think that's going to be good for Sam Darnold as well. Something I don't think he's had uh, uh, to the level that he's getting within this ball game with yeah. the San Francisco 49ers under Kyle Shanahan as his head coach and also play caller. And the quotes to Stephen Colbert from the Late Show. Meanwhile, in New York, Daniel Jones has still not been cleared for, car- for contact yet. Even Brian Dable, the head coach, said we are not going to put him out there until he's fully healthy. So I'm not going to ask Harry Douglas this. Now, what, now what a, where did we hear that from? Yeah, just a, not too long ago when it comes to Daniel Jones and everything like that. But before I get to Harry and his opinion here on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80, I'll throw this question to the two Giants fans in our midst about to play me and Mark Morales' New York Jets as they sound Chappelle Show, Chappelle Show, excuse me, assemble your crew. We'll meet you at MetLife Stadium on Sunday. Shannon <laughs> uh, Penn, I'll start with you. Like Devin Kane, you're a Giants fan. Who gives the Giants a better chance at quarterback? Is it Tyrod Taylor or is it Daniel? My neck is hurting Jones. All right, first and foremost, you're asking the wrong person because I'm absolutely a Tyrod Taylor homer. Shout out to the Hampton Crabbers. Let's go. Can't crush the crab. <laughs> so that's first and foremost. I'm going to lay that out there right now. <laughs> Look, this is a big stretch for the Giants, all right? It is. Look, they, 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 got, they got the second one in the season. They get the Jets uh, this week. They get the Raiders after that. We could be looking at three straight wins for the Giants here. And, of course, the Giants understand that. So, of course, they're going to put their better quarterback in that position. And better that's Tyrod Taylor. But, oh, oh, yeah. Better quarterback. They understand the severity here. Because, look, we got the Cowboys in four weeks. We're going to lose that one. So, they got to win these three games. Let's go out there with Tyrod. Look at these doves. Lord have mercy. He's feeling good about his boy. 
He's feeling confident about it. Well, no, no, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I think they should start Tyrod Taylor, too. If Daniel Jones, especially if he's not 100% healthy, you can't take that chance of someone going out there with a neck injury and then next thing you know. We're talking about everyday life after football, right? That's true. When it comes to your spinal cord and your neck. It's bigger than just a game of football. You talk about being able to play with your kids when you have them and you know, run around and do things the rest of your life with your nieces and nephews and, and your friends. And, and if you have neck issues and spinal cord issues, those things are compromised. So mm-hmm. I think it's bigger than the game of football. But I would say right now, looking at Tyrod Taylor the last few weeks, he looks better right now at the quarterback position than Daniel Jones has this season. Okay. If, if they're both healthy, if, yeah. if they're 100% healthy, who are you putting out there? No, no, hold on a second. Before we give you our answer, you're the Giants fan. You can't throw that question oh, out there. Yeah, if oh, yeah. team. oh, if you, they're both 100% healthy, I'm putting Daniel Jones out there. Okay. Because yeah. right. you, be- you believe in him, don't you? You believe in the big apple turnover. I, I, I don't know if Devin believes. I just think he gives them a better chance, even though Tyrod Taylor has looked per- – everyone talk about they look better at Tyrod Taylor. He scored nine points in one game and 14 points in another game. We're not talking about that he's been lighting the lamp for, uh, offensively. For everything, the most important thing are wins, Ws. For everything we say about Daniel Jones this season, he still hasn't been out there when Andrew Thomas and Saquon Barkley are out there. So he, I, I don't think he's been given a fair shake at that offense at its full capacity. Yeah, that's what happens when they guarantee you $82-plus plus million. Oh, dollars. I knew it was going to come. They raise those ex- go, and, they raise those, and they raise those expectations because they let everybody who is somebody know we value a quarterback, even though this offense is not the same without the guy that he's giving the ball to when it comes to Saquon Barkley. Yeah, but again, you, there, you can put a lot of quarterbacks in that situation behind that offensive line. I don't know if they're succeeding. There's, yeah, a, there's no, a very yeah, limited few. You're completely right on that, Devin. It's a Devin. great point. I'm, yeah, it's a fantastic point. I'm not going to completely say that you're wrong because you're not wrong. But when you put it out there in the offseason where Daniel Jones did not have to beg, borrow, and steal – to get that guaranteed money. Meanwhile, Saquon Barkley, they would treat him like he was on the government cheese line and keeping cheese from him. And he's like, well, wait a minute. The main reason that your guy is getting that money is because of what I was able to do to make this work and win a playoff game last year in New York, and yet I got to beg for scraps. Meanwhile, I'm in the kitchen looking for a plate, and meanwhile, you gave him the finest table when it comes to Daniel Jones, who had not proven anything, even though what he did last year was far and above better than anything he had done the previous three years. And Saquon had a nice game last week, rushing the football and catching the football out of the backfield. He did fumble at at the end. He had a nice game last week. Like I said, he had a nice game last week. Devin, you must be wonderful. Christmas parties. It's getting better all the time. Couldn't get much worse. I'm de- <laughs> I think it, the, the two options for franchising and, and or giving a deal, mm. they probably wouldn't have felt great about either of them at this point and in the that, season because Saquon Barkley was out for four games, three games, whatever it was. Yeah, but when he's there. But that's why but they didn't get when, that, when he's there. That's why and that's he didn't a big get the one, right? Because they look at Saquon Barkley to see that kind of talent, but they can't trust it. They don't know if it's going to be there, not just so much 17 games, Harry, but – they're hoping that's going to be there for 13 games. Well, here's the thing, Dev. You talk about trust, and I love that word because I think you can use it in everyday life, in every facet that you want to use it in. The word trust. Who do you trust more, Devin Kane? Is mm-hmm. it Saquon Barkley mm-hmm. or is it Daniel Jones? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. do I trust Sa- when they're both on the field? Who's mm-hmm. going to perform the who, best? Who Saquon do Barkley. Trust? Don't get technical. Who do you trust? <laughs> Saquon. <laughs> okay. Saquon Barkley. I mean, that's not, that's not a hard that, decision. That is, He's one of the best running backs in the league. And he's going to look nice in another uniform next year unless they franchise tag him. But he's already said he doesn't want to go anywhere, that he does not want to play football for somebody else. That may be lessening his leverage, but if he's happy there, if you're the New York Giants, then what are you going to do about that? Because Jonathan Taylor was clearly unhappy in Indianapolis. They were able to find common ground. He gets three years and $42 million. And I like Jonathan Taylor. He's not a better running back than Saquon Barkley, who's been crucial to that organization. So if you're the Giants, you do him dirty again, 
by franchise tagging him. What are you doing? You want to know why? You want to know? You want to know why Jonathan Taylor back? Because money talks, and like Coach Prime say, that bull junk walks. Yeah, uh-huh. Well, right now it's been bull junk for the Giants, giving money to one guy when the other guy clearly made that other guy a lot better when he's healthy in that lineup. You can always weigh in anytime you want. Do that on Twitter at Coleman ESPN and at H Douglas eighty three. Also, don't forget the phone number as well. Be a part of the Dr Pepper call in line. Your thoughts on Brock Purdy being out this week with concussion protocol. Sam Darnold is in for the 49ers. What does that mean for the 49ers? Let us know at triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. After the NBA of TNT's, Charles Barkley said this last night before the open involving the Lakers and the Nuggets. On their home Hey, Harry Douglas, that boy fan. We can't wait to hear why he shouted that guy out and gave love to Harry Douglas and his thoughts on the new load management in the NBA. Charles Barkley, Hall of Fame basketball player, joins us next on Freddie and Harry. So keep it here on ESPN Radio. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. You put it together, you get Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. Appreciate you joining us on Sirius X and Channel 80. Tell your smart speaker, as always, to play ESPN Radio. So night one in the NBA, all said and done. We got night two tonight, doublehead on ESPN. At 7 o'clock Eastern time, the Boston Celtics at Madison Square Garden to take on the New York Knicks. Right after that, Victor Wimbiyama makes his NBA debut at 9.30 Eastern time when the San Antonio Spurs take on the Dallas Mavericks. And just hearing everybody losing their Rabbit behind minds last night, Harry, when it comes to minutes restriction and LeBron James. Anthony Davis not showing up in the second half of the Lakers when they lost to the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets getting their ring ceremony. Nicole Yoke is a triple-double. Phoenix Suns and Golden State, that felt like a playoff game at times. You know, it was week night one. They went at 108-104. to For those who want about the NBA not being a hot property, that NBA continues to ramp up, ramp up, ramp up, and not go downhill. But the best part about that is last night for everything got started, our man, Hall of Famer Charles Barkley in the NBA TNT, shout out our boy Harry Douglas. On their home Hey, Harry Douglas, that boy fan. And we bring in the aforementioned Charles Barkley, basketball Hall of Famer TNT analyst from the NBA TNT here on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. And Charles, it was fantastic. Shout out Harry Douglas. What led to that? Because Harry was like, whoa, wait a minute. Charles Barkley shouted me out last night in TNT. Well, you know, I, I love that segment every week. And, you know, he's been doing a fabulous job. And, you know, we were just showing some great players walking in. I want to give my man a shout-out, let him know he's doing a hell of a job. Look, and I'll tell you, man, I, I appreciate it because I think 
when you look at the media world today, right, mm-hmm. I think one of the pillars of the entire process is y'all's crew yep. and how authentic you guys are and how you are with one another. And I'll tell you how that segment, I'm going to tell everyone right now, this is the first time I'm saying this out loud, this is how this segment came about. We, we were in a production meeting, Mike Greenberg and the Get Up crew, and it was, I think it was right after I had said Patrick Mahomes at some point is going to surpass Brady. And the next day, Patrick Mahomes had had like a crazy throw. And I just blurted out out of nowhere, damn, that boy bad. And Greeny was like, you know what, we're going to make it a segment. Wow. That, that's, that's it right there. So just the, you know, the authentic part of it and me uh, being allowed to be myself and just express and highlight guys that's you know, having phenomenal games throughout the week. And I'm excited now, Chuck, because we got basketball, hockey, baseball, football, NFL, college football. You have everything combined together. And, man, I got a little something tomorrow because, you know, that boy Nikola Jokic, everybody mad because he don't like basketball. He worried about horses. But let me tell you all this. If, if if I'm his head coach, bring them damn horses to the Nugget facility because if I'm, <laughs> I'm going to keep giving people triple dubs and people think he worried about horses – well, they need to be buying some horses and some thoroughbreds themselves. What do you think about that, Coach? I mean, Chuck. Man, hey, man, let me tell you something. I love everything about that kid. You know, being in Denver the last couple of days, I was like, they're like, well, you think that the Nuggets can repeat? I said, hell yeah, they can repeat because their best player is a no BS. I just want to be great at basketball. I don't care about all the other stuff that goes with it on the side. If you got a leader like that, your your team is your, the other players got to follow, so they're gonna be good. He's only twenty nine, mm-hmm. and they're gonna be good for a long time. Now they got some stiff competition out west. Now those Phoenix Suns, the Lakers. You know, last night, man, I don't know what the hell happened to AD in the second half, but the Lakers are gonna be a contender. You know, uh, but I still think that my sons, they're probably the number one threat. No doubt about that. Basketball Hall of Famer Charles Barkley from the NBA and TNT on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. Staying right there, Charles, with the Los Angeles Lakers because I said it last hour, certain guys, you know this, when you're in a position where even though the double team is coming, the men figure it out, the dudes figure it out. Not saying that Anthony Davis can't be a dude, but it seems like, I don't want to say he shrinks from the moment, but it seems he tries to problem solve too much and not just demand the basketball or just take over. And I thought that happened last night in the second half. What are your thoughts on that? I don't, you know, Anthony is a very, very talented player, and he's a very, very good player. I don't know if he has the mindset to be the guy. You guys both know, y'all play with like, oh yeah, that's the guy right there on your own. I think Charles Barkley dropped. We're gonna try to get him back in a couple of seconds here because I can't wait to hear him finish that sentence about well, you because he's right. Well, you can go to a park yes. and you walk in there and say, hmm, that's that's dude to the twenty fifth power. <laughs> well, I've been on teams where guys were those alpha males, right? I played with a guy named Roddy White. I played with a guy named Tony Gonzalez, Julio Jones, right? All these guys were alpha males, and those guys demanded excellence not only from themselves, but for our offensive coordinator to get them the football. Right. And if it didn't look like that, that means it wasn't right because there's no way in hell you have any one of those guys I just mentioned mm-hmm. and they don't get the ball. And, and for A.D., it doesn't have to be, in my opinion, it doesn't have to be your mindset for you to still take over, right? I, I think from a standpoint where, like, you look at the series, the Western Conference Finals, he just started shooting threes. 
towards the end of the game, uh, of the last uh, game they played, why are you shooting threes? You know, take the ball to the rack. Get down low. And just because you miss six shots don't mean you can't continue to take them. Get to the free throw line. Yeah, it's amazing how you just described Anthony Davis and how much of that narrative was next to LeBron James. That at times that he would settle too much and people say, man, you're 6'8", 230, 240 pounds. You can barrel your way to the hoop. And, I, and guys will make business decisions one way or the other. They really attach that narrative a lot to LeBron James in those key situations. We do have Charles Barkley, Basketball Hall of Famer, NBA and TNT, Allen's back. And Charles, finish your sentence in terms of Anthony Davis not having the mindset to be the guy, and maybe that's going to keep the Lakers from winning another championship. Yeah, I don't think, you know, he's a very talented player, but I don't think he has that mental mindset where he want to go out there and dominate every night. I mean, you, he's just way too inconsistent. And I don't think your number one guy can have those types of peaks and valleys. You know, LeBron tried to pass the torch in the preseason, it doesn't matter. He can't pass the torch. You got to take the torch. Nobody passes the torch. Like Kareem mm-hmm. was great. Right. And then he got older and Magic like, it's my team now. Tim Duncan was great. And then it'd be like, no, we're going with Tony Parker and Ginobili and Tim passed the torch because those guys took the torch. But you can't pass the torch. You got to take the torch. And Anthony, I don't know if he has the mental mindset he does. He well. He's proven it uh, uh, that he doesn't have the mindset to be that number one guy. What was it like for you when the torch was passed for, to you in Philadelphia from Charles Barkley and Moses Malone? You know, it's, it, that's a great question because you don't. You like I say, Doctor J and Moses. They, they didn't say Chuck is your team. My play, like yeah, he's the best player on the team now, and. Because everybody gets older, and then you can do about it. Father Time is undefeated. But Dr. J and Moses didn't say, hey, Charles, it's your team. I'm like, no, Charles is the best player on this team. And nobody has to say it. You know it. Like, nope, that guy, he taking over now. And uh, the Lakers, they did a really good job with their bench. But you can't expect a 38-year-old guy to be because you saw last year in the playoffs, mm-hmm. every time LeBron had a great monster game, he was tired for like the next game. Yep. And that's what happened when you when you get older. You can't sustain it. Like you can have I call them flashbacks, especially <laughs> LeBron who's an all time great. But if you go back and look in the playoffs last year, every time he had a monster game, the next game he had nothing left in the tank. So let me let me ask you this. If the Lakers continue to struggle to start the season and they have the Phoenix Suns next. They have Sacramento. They have L.A. coming up, the Miami Heat, Phoenix again, Memphis coming up, Sacramento again. If they continue to struggle this season, how quickly will they reverse that decision to put LeBron on a minutes restriction, in your opinion? Well, they got to put him on a minutes restriction. Harry, he's 38 years old. He is. <laughs> he, the, 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 like, he, like we, I talked about it last night. I'm like, that. I'm pretty sure – you know, the game got out of hand in the last few minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure going in, they're like, we're going to play you 30, 32, max 35. That's the most he can give them and be effective at his age. As great as LeBron is, nobody at 38 is going to be able to go out there and play 40 minutes a night. I think thirty to between 30, 32, maybe 35 max is the most he's going to be able to play. 
because he's got to try to stay healthy. It's a long season. Then you got to go through the grueling playoffs. To play a 38-year-old guy 40 minutes a night at this stage of his career, that would be suicide, plain and simple. Mm. Great stuff by Charles Barkley Bass, all of famer NBA and TNT analysts on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. On the other side, Victor Wimbiyama gets his NBA career started tonight for the San Antonio Spurs. When I mention his name and what you've been able to see, what are your thoughts on what many people believe could be that next guy in the NBA? Hey, Freddie, I'm going to the gym when I get off the phone with you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sit in the steam room for about 30 minutes doing my sit-ups. <laughs> I'm going to I, I, go to this little wing place, <laughs> and I'm going to sit there and watch this dude play. I am so excited. First of all, I'm going to watch the Celtics and the Knicks. I want to see the Celtics because they're my favorite to win the whole thing. Uh, getting Drew Holiday, in my opinion, probably sealed them as the favorite to win the championship. I want to watch them play. But at 9.30 Eastern on ESPN, I'm going to have my big butt in front of a television. <laughs> I'm, hey, 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 and I'm going to be a fan. I'm going to be a fan. And I, I, I'm so excited to see this young kid play. He got the luckiest break in the world because you guys know this because y'all played. Sometimes if you get a bad coach, it can kill your career. Mm-hmm. I think especially in the NBA, maybe it's different in, in, in football. No, but in not. the NBA, I think, a lot of guys, I think a lot of guys could have been better players if they had a, got a good coach right out off on the go. Victor getting Greg Popovich is the best thing ever happened to him. No, I agree with that. Last one we got got for you before we let you go. Outside of the top four teams, when you look at Boston, Milwaukee, the Denver Nuggets, and also the Phoenix Suns, who are some possible contenders, some real contenders in the NBA outside those top four guys? Well, the East is easy. It's Milwaukee and Boston by a long shot. And I was listening to you guys earlier. You know, Harry, you're 100% right on this James Harden situation. This dude is a baby. This is his third – Third year in a row, he's trying to force his way out of a situation. He's making $36 million, and he thinks they're going to give him like a long-term extension. That's not going to happen. And I heard your little blurb with uh, Doc Rivers. He's like, ain't nobody going to give James Harden no long-term contract. (laughs) Zero. But in the West, I think it's the Nuggets, the, the, the Suns, the Lakers, and believe it or not, man, I think the Clippers. Okay. The Clippers are dangerous if if they health. It's all about Kawhi and Paul George. I mean, because you think about it, those two guys when healthy are probably two of the top ten players in the league. Not many players, you know. Okay, you got uh, Booker and KD. Joker is unbelievable. I love Jamal Murray, but they they're probably now you got Tatum and Brown. And you got, let's see, even Milwaukee, they got two top ten guys. But the only other team that's got two guys who probably top ten is the Los Angeles Clippers. And their health is the only reason holding them back. But those are the only teams I think can win. If you give me the Clippers, the Suns, and the Nuggets, and the Lakers, and Milwaukee, and uh, Boston, I'll give you the rest of the league and I'll take my chances. Wow. 
<laughs> you would not be the only one on that line. Mr. Barkley, a pleasure, my friend. Love talking with you. Thanks for giving the shout-out to Harry Douglas. Appreciate your time, and good luck the rest of the season. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you again. Thanks for having me, guys. Y'all keep up the great work. You certainly will. Charles Barkley, Basketball Hall of Famer, TNT analyst for uh, NBA and TNT. I could talk basketball and life with him all day, especially the love he showed with you and the love he has for the game of basketball. He is not going to give you a varnished opinion, Harry. It's going to be unvarnished, no doubt about that. That's what I respect the most about him because he's going to be real. He's going to be authentic, and it's going to be, you know, analysis from experiences that he has had and things that he's seeing currently on the basketball court. Yeah, you got to no respect that. Yeah, no doubt about that. Yeah. Someone who doesn't fake the phone, man, yeah. that's, I like real yeah. people. Uh, like I said, the fact he gave you that shout-out, man, that made my whole year for me because that's the kind of thing you bring to the table each and every day to have that acknowledge and respect it and love like that. We can all benefit when it comes to that. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us. I'm Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. We continue to fund sort of because this may be the worst human being that we're going to make fun of when it comes to 2023 and has absolutely nothing to do with having a new Speaker of the House in Congress. That's next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. On Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We want to know from you at 888-ESPN. 888-729-3776. Hit us on the Dr. Pepper call online. What's the craziest thing you did to get out of a situation? Why are we asking you this? Not because we're bored, but this man in Lithuania apparently was. A 50-year-old man from that country was arrested in Spain for faking heart attacks at restaurants over not one, not two, not three, over 20 times to avoid paying the bill. What? This is the worst case of Diamond Dash I've ever heard in my life. But this man who shall remain nameless, Idis J, has become locally, locally known as the gangster. He has tried to scam at least 20 times over the past year in Spain at different restaurants to avoid paying said bill. That's just insane to me. Ain't it, though? That, that you're faking a heart attack, man. That That's mm-hmm. something that goes on in real life. Mm-hmm. To fake that so mm-hmm. you can be able to get a free meal. Yeah. yeah. The, now, what, yeah. was this guy homeless or, or, or no? No, 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 no. He just a, just a regular, just a regular idiot. Come Let's on, put it that man. way. In, in the latest one, he attempted to leave without paying. The staff stopped him and noted that, hey, you, you, you ain't getting out of here. You got to pay that bill. He became visibly upset, said he was going to get the money from his hotel room. The staff refused to let him leave. They said, oh, we, ain't, we ain't falling for the banana the tailpipe. He then dramatically threw himself on the ground and pretended to have a heart attack. So he out there hitting people with the red hawks. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Elizabeth. Oh, this is the big one. I'm this coming is, to join you, this honey. Is the, this is the big one. I've had too much seafood paella. That's it, Elizabeth. Exactly. He was pulling the red fox. That's insane, yeah. man. Yeah. So, but, so, but, there, but there's yeah. certain certain ways, man. You just don't play, man. Like you, I, uh-huh. I, that's I, one I, of them. So let us know. Triple H say ESPN. We know we know how did some things, man. Yeah. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. What's the craziest thing that you did to get out of a situation? If you faked a heart attack, if you said that I have a twin, but you don't. Yeah, I'm speaking from experience. I'll share that story. If you have any of those kind of things, we want to know. We're going to share our stories. Harry's going to share his. I'm going to share my twin story. Shannon Penn, Devin Kane, Mark Morales. We're going to let you know the craziest things that we've done to get out of the situation. But don't leave us out here by ourselves. 888-729-3776. Devin Kane said it best. 
we absolutely know that Harry Douglas has got a Louisville story or two when it comes to the craziest thing that he did to get out of a situation when he was matriculating at the home of the Cardinals. You know what? To make this thing that much more juicier, because I have two juicy things that the people will want to hear. Pause. Two of them. (laughs) Two juicy things that the people want to hear. But guess what, Freddie? What? You want to tell one? They're going to have to wait. So are they, you gonna tell gonna one have to wait. Are you going to tell one or the other? Not right now. They're going to have to wait. They're, You're going to have yeah, to hold yeah, on yeah. and hear these two juicy things. Christine Lee, she just hit me my ear on Sports and the Anchor. She said, you know they involve girls with Harry. You better believe they do. <laughs> you better believe they do. Well, you know, I was, I was that deal at Louisville. Uh, I had them back there. Now, am what? I proud of some of the things I did? No. I had asked the Lord to forgive me. Yeah, yeah, I've repented yeah, for all the yeah, things uh, I've done back uh, in yeah. college. Lord, forgive him for he know what he know what he did, but he know not what he do. 888-729-3776. Let us know the crazy thing you did to get out of a situation and be heard on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry podcast.